0: This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is The Jock and Nerd Podcast witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies who said never said that we have never said that who cares a jock said that comic book tv movie reviews news and whatever they choose available on apple podcasts spotify and wherever you find your favorite podcasts the jock and nerd podcast seriously people really listen to this uh jock and nerd
1: Welcome to episode 324 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean.
2: I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says, Did you know
1: that the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world? Where none suffered. Where everyone would be happy. It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believe we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world. But I believe that, as a species, human beings define their reality through suffering and misery. <laughs> the perfect world was a dream that your primitive cere- cere- cerebellum kept trying to wake up from. This is why the Matrix was redesigned to this the peak. Of your civilization. Nice, nice. Little Agent Smith there for us, Mister Anderson. Mister Anderson. How are you, sir? I'm good. Good. Mm-hmm. Good to hear. Yeah. Limping along. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh What else to do?
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, but
2: I'm here.
0: Yeah. Oh my! I'm
2: off Mountain Dew.
1: Off Mountain Dew. Wow. Yeah. It, what, what made you uh, make this change?
2: Well, I haven't really been. I was gonna get water tonight, but we didn't have any water. Um, I the teeth, okay. I the root canal, and yeah. while that te- tooth was broken, I quit drinking Mountain Dew. I quit drink. I quit actually eating all sugar. Oh wow! Well, for the most part, yeah. Um. So no candy bars, no Mountain Dew, no none of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. So stop that. I've been killing water. And like you know, when I had the teeth out, I was it was like a couple milkshakes. That's all I could really get down. Right. Then uh. And I switched just to water and like I had some mashed potatoes, but I wouldn't eat like a whole thing. I just eat like a little bit. Yeah. And uh, mac and cheese, I just had one of those cups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right? Yeah. Food rationing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's working. I mean, not working, but I mean, I can yeah. eat like I can eat salads now and stuff like that. Right. Um, nothing real crunchy though. Or right. Because I have to let this these wisdom teeth, the socket has to fill in with tissue and heal, and right. So, anyway, I lost some weight off of it, so. Yeah, but you I think that's a lot of that has to do with Mountain Dew. Oh, I'm sure. Because I was crushing for a day at least.
1: Yeah. I I have no doubt. Like, um, I mean, a lot of people talk about our our friend Heno talked about like a long time ago, like, you know. Sugar is a hard thing to kick.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially in this day and age, because, like, everything has <laughs> sugar in it. Like, everything does. Yeah. You know, like, even stuff that you wouldn't think has sugar in it has sugar in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, like, it's one of those hard things where, like, unless you're going, like, completely organic, it is very tough to, like, live a sugar-free lifestyle. Yeah, In it this is. day and age. You know? So, but so. um, But, like, stuff like Mountain Dew... Like you're right. Like I mean, it's it's one of those weird things. Like I, I kicked Pepsi for the most part. Like the only time I have like a a, a soda like that is if I'm in a um a restaurant.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, but the, my problem is like I don't like tea, I don't like coffee. You uh-huh. know, So unless I'm getting plain water, you know. So the yeah. only time, I, so the only time I ever have soda is like when I'm in a restaurant. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean. I'm, I'm drinking a lot of Gatorade now. I'm sure somebody will tell me, like, yeah, that shit's no good for you.
2: Well, in moderation, it's fine for you. Yeah. It's half the sugar. Yeah. it's. I think drinking Gatorade is better than drinking diet soda. Yeah. Because I think the the saccharin or whatever they're making, the you know, yeah. the diet, it's awful. Yeah. And it's bad for you, period. Right, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, this is like the first real... Anything I've had, this tea. Yeah. But it's been in there. Um but I didn't have any I forgot to buy bottled water on the way over. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I've lost twenty five. Wow. So I've said fuck it, might as well just keep going. Yeah, exactly. You know.
1: You already started down the road.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm already there, so I yeah, mean, like I I I did get the headaches for the first four days when I kicked the soda. Yeah. And uh, they were bad. But after that... And it was weird. Like the fifth or sixth day, all I was doing was pissing. I never pissed so much my entire life. Like every 15, yeah. 20 minutes, I had to take a piss. And I was like, what am I getting diabetic here? What the fuck's going on? Wolford Brimley <laughs> on my back? Yeah, yeah. And uh, But I think it was just my system just flushing. Yeah, probably, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully you know things will go well yeah so I'm doing well at it it's just hard
0: yeah I mean I, I
2: get tired I mean I get I you know I'm getting tired at a normal time of night now.
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah versus zinging at 11 oh I'm, yeah I'm getting yeah. normalcy I guess
1: like, I have that – I mean, I have this caffeine problem as well, like, with me. It's, you know. But, like, I – with the exception of, like, Saturday nights, like, I have a Red Bull in the morning. Yeah. Or an energy drink of some type. uh uh-huh. Yeah, You know, like I got that Mio energy at work. I'll, I'll drink that too. So, but, like, I, I can't – I know if I ever decide to kick the caffeine habit, it's going to be brutal. Yeah. You know. Because, like, if if I go, like, I'm having a Red Bull today. If I don't have one tomorrow, on Monday when I wake up, I will have a mind numbing headache.
0: Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah, so, that's... I hear you. Yeah. So, I can't imagine going, like, three or four days with that headache.
2: Yeah, it was a bad headache. Yeah.
1: Like, that would, like, I, I, that would be enough for me to reach back for, like, at, at day two, I'd be like, fuck this yeah and you're angry and yeah
2: well, the thing about it too is like, like what i noticed like, sort of like self-realization out of the whole thing it's like coming out of the end of it it's sort of like wow your body was really addicted to this mountain dew yeah oh yeah i mean like yeah yeah And that kind of pissed me off yeah you know what i mean like they would make something like that that would make me that addicted well i know i smoke but i mean like right i know but that's similar
1: Right, no, you know you're you're, you're absolutely right. I and mean, so it's an
2: I addiction. Like, right. I was just done with it.
1: Like you're, like, I'm like that. Like I'm, I am. I'm like I'm like that smoker. that's like, okay, I can't afford a, a Red Bull every single day, so I'm getting the Mio, which you know, I have. You know, I squeeze that into my water once a day, and that gets me through. Yeah, you know, so it's like like a smoker who's like going like, well, I went from smoking Marlboros to like you know Lucky's. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Or,
2: or jacks yeah <laughs> you know so so but i mean like it's i'm glad i'm off mountain
0: dew yeah
2: like now i i not even look at it in the store <laughs> you know what i mean like one oh, yeah. of the gas station i was like
0: uh,
1: hello darkness my old friend
0: <laughs> come
2: to me fiji come yeah. to me
0: yeah
2: because I, I just go for the feed i like fiji water so yeah I mean I drink cheap waters at home. Yeah. But usually I will get a Fiji in the morning. I try to drink at least two liters a day. Yeah. Of water. It's been helping. That's so. good. Yeah. I'm not feeling any but no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but uh A piss a lot.
2: That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, I do. Pee. I
1: like, that's the pee.
2: Yeah. So anyway.
1: What you got? Well, I what I, I I myself I've been watching uh, Superstore. Superstore, yeah. It is a um, it's it's a, it's a uh, I guess situation comedy. Okay. Um, set in a like a target. It, it's it the, the store is called Cloud Nine. Okay. You know, so it's a fictitious store, but um. It's one of those shows that, like, I've seen it. Like, I've seen Nancy watching it. And, like, from what I've seen from it, like, it, it always makes me laugh. Okay. So I was like, and she was talking about it one day. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, it, it, it's like office space. It's like, it's one of those deals, or, or the office, where, like, if you've, unless you've worked in that environment, like, it's funny, but it's not as funny as it is to somebody who's worked in retail. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm finding it funny, but she finds it funnier because of the fact that she works in retail. Right. So, But I'm still enjoying the heck out of it. It's a funny show. Uh-huh. You know? Um, but there are some things like I can <laughs> see where like just being in customer service a little bit like I can see like oh, well, yeah, I can see why she, would, why she would find out a little bit funnier because I'm sure it does happen in in Target. Yeah. You know? Goofy shit like that. Yeah, right. You know? So yeah, that's, that's what I'm watching right now. am I did watch, they had the season finale of Archer on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And this this season was actually pretty good. I actually enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, it, was, it was in space, you know, because Archer was still in a coma. Yeah. So this this season took place in space. It actually wasn't that bad. I, I, I kind of liked it, and I liked how it kind of dovetailed into him, you know, spoiler alert, coming out of the coma. Okay. You know, so he comes out of the coma at the end of it, and they announced at, at Comic Con that they're going to do another season. Uh-huh. So I'm looking forward to that because now he'll be out of the coma, and hopefully we can get back to the regular shenanigans that, I, that I've always enjoyed. Right. But um, that, and then the uh, the season finale of Agents of Shield was last night. Okay. And that was actually really good, and they set up in, for next season as a solid show.
2: Yeah. I don't know why I've never watched it. It's a... Big su- of a Marvel fan, I am. Yeah. I, I just... I don't know. I just...
1: It's a very... It's very
2: strange with TV shows sometimes. Yeah. I get that. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't... If I can't binge it... I, I I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I, I just don't... I just... Ha- in the past three or four years, I had just have not watched series te- television. Yeah. Um, I'd rather watch it on Netflix or Prime or right. you know something where I can binge the shit out of it yeah Um. and I think that all started with Firefly a yeah. long time ago yeah because you know we were able to watch all the Fireflies yeah you know and after that I, I just never I don't know I just don't watch series television anymore yeah I find it very odd, too. I yeah. mean, like... Yeah. But, like, Big Bang and stuff like that. You know, stuff that I... You'd think I'd be all into. Yeah. As far as comedy's go, I mean, it's a decent comedy. But, yeah, I'll watch it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But I don't care. I don't care if I miss the next episode. You know what I right. mean? Like... Yeah. I'm just... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's just not a show that piques my interest that uh, that much enough to watch the next week. Although, Discovery did. Yeah but i mean discovery i was pretty faithful
1: yeah well i i, well, I found it interesting like um, like agents of shield
2: i well that's not true cuz on the walking dead i used to watch every yeah. week
1: yeah yeah like with agents of shield it's kind of it's kind of interesting because like it started off really weak uh-huh like, that first season like the first half of it uh-huh really doesn't like you're just like eh, this is just okay and then you get like it coincides like with the 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 um the events of New York and shit like that. No, um, w- uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, Okay. Like with the fall of Shield, uh-huh. and that affects clearly. Art the characters were falling on the TV show uh-huh. and what's going on there, and, and it goes down a very interesting path. But like over a twenty-two episode season. It wasn't, like, great. Yeah. And then they did something remarkably smart about season 3 Mm-hmm. And that's why they broke it the season into two different seasons. Okay. So, like, the first, tw- like, 10, 11, 12 episodes were, like, one story that would end, come to an end, uh-huh. and then a new story would begin. Okay. So, like, it was, like, two different stories in one season. Okay. And... That was like so it, it, was, it was almost like a British TV show where like a, a story ran for like 10 or 12 episodes. Uh huh. And it was like really smart. Like, yep, you, know, you would obviously have threads that would carry over. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it was like it would tell story A, <laughs> that would come to a conclusion, and then story B would start with the ne- like, like, like after the, the mid season break. Okay. Like you'd come back and you'd have a whole new story that they told and they would tell that for 10 or 12 episodes Uh and it was like really well done like it was like a really smart move that they made because they were telling more concise stories and they didn't have to have like throwaway episodes and stuff they could just concentrate on the story that they were telling Yeah, yeah you know it was like really smartly done and then like this season they only it was only 10 episodes so they just told the one story. Uh-huh. And I think next season's only going to be 10 episodes as well. <laughs> and then that, that's going to be... That next season is the final season. They announced that.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So I just thought... like as a, as a show, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is... It's actually a pretty strong show. It starts off soft, mm-hmm. but it gets better as it goes. Yeah, like, yeah. It honestly does. And it's like one of the things where like, I'm kind of glad ABC gave it a chance to find its its way... Because some of the stories they've told have been actually very interesting.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, they're not always like now, especially like it's weird because like it's all supposed to be connected, but like this season or last season, the snap never came into play. Uh huh. You know, like you never heard about it. Okay. You know, and I like I thought maybe at the end of this season they would have something with the snap, and it never came. And so, like, they've gone away from, like, trying to incorporate the movies in the TV show. Uh-huh. Like, as far as, like, you know, what happens in the movies affects the TV show. Yeah. Like, the the, the whole thing about, like, in the, at the uh, the final, like, when Fury shows up with the helicarrier at the end of uh, Ultron. mm Well, he got that, you know, Colston was taking care of that for him. Yeah. You know? So, like, there's a scene at the end of one of the episodes... Where you know, you have Colston going and getting the Helicarrier for Fury.
2: Oh, okay. You know,
1: but none of the eight like like that would have been a moment where you could have like the agents like the, the, the characters from that show show up on the Helicarrier and they didn't do that. Right. And like ever since then it's like, you know, it's diverged further and further away from the point that like they don't even mention like <laughs> they they would drop references now and again like But they
2: you know, have their own agenda.
1: Yeah. But which is fine. I don't. I don't care about that. But it's like it's just it's funny. Like it went from being a show where, that like made references to the movies on a regular basis or the characters in the movies on a regular basis to you never hear them talk about the characters in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: So it's kind of weird, like how that kind of diverged. But if you're looking for a show to watch, I mean, you know, you've got I think five seasons on there right now on Netflix. You can watch.
2: Yeah. And, Maybe I'll get into. Yeah.
1: That. And it's not bad i mean it's 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 Colston that's always a good starting point,
2: yeah, you know that's cool, yeah, so I did watch bumblebee
1: did you what'd you think of it?
2: I liked it, I didn't have a problem with it at all.
1: It's the best transformers movie they've made
2: yeah i have to I have to agree yeah. with you I, it's one of the best movies I've watched in a while, um Oh my god, the opening scenes were a like, Yeah. Fuck, this is.
1: Uh, uh, Cybertron. I mean, uh, yeah, we're, uh, it's called spoilers right now. We're we're, we're going to spoil the shit out of this. But I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, it was really well done. Like, the thing, everything that took place on Cybertron.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, everything was in that G1 style. Yeah. Like, you were, I mean, this was like old, old home week. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh. This is how it should have been. Yeah. You know, it's so well done.
2: Yeah, it's how it should have been. That's yeah. the whole thing. Um Yeah, I mean like it looked fucking fantastic. Yeah. And then the storyline, I thought the overall storyline was good. Uh the overall overall arc. Yeah. You know, her storyline, his storyline. Mhm. Um I thought was just really fantastic. There wasn't like seven storylines it was just right. the two of them yeah and their journey yeah you know I just thought it was really good I did the, mu- the soundtrack's fucking incredible oh, the, sound- the
0: soundtrack's
1: incredible yeah
2: it's incredible yeah absolutely incredible yeah no um, I agree with you so anyway um, yeah and like every song hit perfectly
0: yeah yeah
2: Every song hit perfectly. Yeah. And, and like, what I really appreciated, what hit home was when, you know, later on when they're in the garage and she starts plugging in tapes and he fucking spit out Rick Astley. I was oh, like, That's yeah. That's my man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is my man. Because I hate Rick You know that. Yeah. And then he spit out the Smiths. Yeah. And he spit that across the room. You know, yeah. I thought that was cool. But, uh, little Sammy Hagar in there too. Yeah. But, um, the whole soundtrack was good. I, I felt that they captured the time without overdoing it, which yeah. I really appreciated. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, it was nostalgic without being nostalgic.
2: Correct. And they didn't go like overboard with it. Yeah. It was just kind of perfect. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know? Um, like I said, there's nothing in the movie that really... Well, one, one thing did, but there's nothing really in the movie itself that bothered me too much. You know? Yeah. I thought B was great.
1: Yeah, I, I thought yeah. the explanation for the voice or yeah. lack of voice made sense. Yeah. I liked that a lot. I liked I mean you know I liked it, you know, he had lost his memory. Yeah. And like so you know, you know, when he transforms he's frightened. Like everything that was involved with that. Like like the story between B and the girl was so good. Mhm. You know. I mean it was E. T. ish, if you will. Yeah, but better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I
2: think I think what really got the heartstrings going in this for me was just like Spider Man's Eyes, but mm-hmm. Bee's face. The yeah. way they did his facial expressions.
0: Exactly, yeah.
2: And the eyes. And the sounds. The mm, You yeah. know what I mean? Like just it
0: was, it was really good.
2: Yeah. I mean like Yeah. Even when he hit, in his, hit his head in the sand. Yeah. Like, the funny moments yeah. were like, wow, that's funny. Yeah. You know, you don't need a fucking gigantic Constructicon with balls on it to make right. it laugh. Right. All you had was B put, in, put his head in the sand, and that was like a tender moment. Yeah. That it, you didn't need anything else. Right. That out, far outweighed the Constructicon with the fucking set of balls on it. Yeah. Like, you didn't need the twins yeah. being stupid and the dumb robot that... You know what I mean? Like you didn't need any of that. This was just—it
1: was—it was was so good. I I also think part of the beauty of it was it wasn't overkill. Like the you got to focus on this character. Yeah. You know, um, I even thought, what's his name was good. Cena. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't have a complaint about seeing, but it, it wasn't overboard. No.
2: Anyway, keep going where you're. Yeah,
1: know. but like I, 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 I just I, I felt like, like the beauty of, of this story is like so often with the Transformers movie, like there's there's five there's five or six Autobots, there's five or six Decepticons. The only two you ever remember are Optimus and B. And yeah. Megatron. Yeah, like th- those three. Everybody else, like even Star Street, gets lost in the shuffle. Like I couldn't point them out of a lineup half could, the time.
2: But good, yeah. But I like Star Street.
1: right? So, but my point is, so like these other Autobots, especially, like get lost in the shuffle. You don't get to know them, and they basically become cannon fodder that you don't care what happens to them. Yeah. But by only concentrating on one character, you were able to tell a well-crafted story. Yeah. You know. Now I know overall that's not what you want to do. I love the Avengers at this point. Like, you know, you yeah, should yeah, be yeah. able to tell that story, but I think that's as much I hate to say, it, that that's a a failing of Michael Bay. Yeah. Where he just doesn't know how to tell like a team-up story at this point. And I think you like I don't think every Autobot needs a solo film, but I'd like to see like another movie where not with Optimus Prime, but with maybe two or three other Autobots. Yeah, so we can learn about them and then they come together for that Transformers movie. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. we know Optimus. Yeah, there's like, no it, reason. To. Yeah, there's no reason. Like, I, I think the great thing about this story was that you got to know the character of Bumblebee even more. And I think if you do another movie where, I, again, I'm not talking like an origin story, but just a movie where you can get to know these other characters and actually build a relationship with them when right. you do come together for a big Transformers movie and something happens to one of those characters... Now I, I'm like, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, But, it when,
2: but when Jazz died, you're like, oh, that that sucks. They killed Jazz. But you weren't like, you weren't tearing up. No, like not at all. Like I was like,
1: did they really just kill Jazz? Well,
2: I was kind of upset in this when they killed Cliffjumper. Yeah, because I was like, mm, I don't know if that was a good idea or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. the nerd in me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he was part of the original. Yeah. You know the mini-boss. Bumblebee squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Hound yeah. cliff jumper, yeah. not hound.
1: Yeah, hound. hound. Yeah, was it hound? Hound, I think. Yeah.
2: Well, there was a series of small bots. Yeah, the
1: small bots. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and like, um, yeah, I was kind of like, I don't know if I like yeah. cliff jumper going. That doesn't make a lot. Yeah. I, I get the point that they were trying to tell. Yeah. Um, but in a sense, I did respect the way he did look like B. Yeah. You know, it's similar. Right. You know, but I even liked how B's move, like his movements. were... Like yeah. the way his pieces moved, yeah. How, you know, it was a lot better. I it mean, was. it was it was just it was ten times better. And that flashback to Soundwave and Shockwave. Oh yeah. Oh. And he was like, Ravage deploy. I was like, dude, that's. I, I almost like, I don't know. I almost had a drink of Jack Daniels at that because <laughs> I was like. Holy crap! I've been waiting for that. Yeah, waiting, 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 waiting for that. Oh yeah, I've been waiting for Soundwave to release the yeah, the tapes. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that was just that was incredible. Yeah, their voices were cool. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it was it was it was just really good. And to see Shockwave like standing—he's not some fucking satellite up in space. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's standing. You saw the gun. I mean, come on,
1: dude. That. Oh, I, 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 oh I I'm, God. I'm, right, I'm right there with you. Like, I, I, think this was, this was a fantastic way to kind of reboot this franchise and point it in a new direction, and let's forget the past, huh. yeah, and, and build anew. Well, I and mean, this
2: movie did well at the theaters. I think. oh yeah, it did, it did very well.
1: Yeah, so it did surprisingly well. Like, I mean, like they expected it to do pretty good, but if you remember, I mean, there were a number of movies that were up around that. Yeah, that they thought were just going to take away from it, and it it did. Relatively well.
2: Yeah, I thought it was fucking great.
1: Yeah, and critically, it got like w- good reviews. Like, audience reviews were very high. I believe. I, I believe the critic scores were like it was fresh. Yeah. Like on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Yeah, and it's like, it was it was surprisingly well acted by all parties. Yeah. Like everybody in the movie was it was very very well acted. Yeah. Like, it was just it was just really good. I like the evolution of B with the voice. How the radio station kept changing. Right. I thought that was cool. I loved, loved, loved when she went underneath the car. When the arm fell off. When she went underneath the car and you saw the face. Because that's exactly how he fucking transformed. Exactly, yeah. That's what you had. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had that toy.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? I was like, that's fucking wicked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so I really appreciated that. Soundtrack was great. Um, good God. And the ending was cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was no hard feelings or, like, not hard feelings, but it didn't drag out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So.
1: Yeah, it, it was really well done. Like what I, a great movie. Yeah.
2: I'm glad I bought it. Yeah. I got like bought the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I own it.
1: Yeah, it's it's really good, like surprisingly really good like I, I had high expectations for it like you know last year when this we were watching trailers for this i was like you know I, I i went from zero expectations to to high expectations but i mean it exceeded my expectations it was that good of a movie
2: yeah it made you fall in love with him too yeah because b was always you always liked b right right but you didn't know much of his background or story yeah and when that when it's you know, given to you right. in this movie, you love him even more. Right. I mean, you just fall in love with this character.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, and the way they did it, like, made a lot of sense. Like, the garage scene, um, when he was huddled in the corner and he saw yeah. the eyes God, you almost felt bad. Yeah. And like, or she was like, "Don't touch that," and he's like,
0: "But yeah. he
2: did that a lot in the beginning of the movie. Like, first right. half of the movie he was really like." Yeah. Every time she raised her voice, you know what I mean? And it was like, it's a really good move. Yeah. It's like a sort of a heartstring pull. Yeah. You know, to get you more involved in the film. Right. You know, like, wow, he's really ducking. He's really, like, he's yeah. really scared, yeah. you know? Yeah, it really, it just conveyed on all levels. It was, i telling you, it was a great movie. <laughs> it really was. I can't even, like... I, I loved how it didn't go too much into her, like it did and it didn't. Yeah. Like they could have had a, a really long storyline with her. Yeah. But you know, like with the mom and the dad and the dad's death and da da da. Yeah. But they didn't. They kept it, not necessarily light. The poignant moments came. Right. But it wasn't like this.
1: Like we put in the mo- the the thing with her, at the dive competition. Her dad was recording it and doing the the play by play. Yeah. She had like she just turned it off and. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, th- those moments were there. I-, I thought they explored her character plenty. Right,
2: without but, going overboard.
1: Right, without going overboard. Like, I mean, you know, she had depth. Like, you, you, it, she wasn't a, a, a one-dimensional character by any stretch of the imagination. You understood what her motivations were and everything else. right? You know, but, like... Like,
2: the uncle with the garage... Yeah, They didn't go into too much about that. I kind of wish they did a little bit. Yeah. I wish that I was seen a little bit more of their interaction. Yeah. Um,
1: but it wasn't necessary, I No, either.
2: it wasn't necessary to make the movie. Yeah. You knew that was her uncle. He yeah. gave it to her. It was a heartwarming moment. Yeah. Happy birthday. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, and there's that moment
1: where, like, was that thing going to kill her? Like, maybe,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's a death me. trap. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, you
1: know.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, well done film. Yeah. Oh, well done film. Yeah. I was thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with it.
1: That's was like I... Like I... You know... Like you said, it, it exceeded expectations. Yeah. So, that's to me is what's most impressive is when it exceeds expectations like that. So.
2: Yeah, I thought... Um, I was just so impressed with it. I've seen it twice now. Yeah. And it's a movie that I'll probably watch a third, fourth, fifth, sixth time. Oh, yeah. Because I just... I really like the film. Yeah. Can't say that about all movies, but...
1: No. No, no. Not at all. Like, I mean, you know... I'm in the middle of a move. Yeah. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, I went through my DVD collection, and it was like... You know, I brought over a ton of DVDs to you. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, many of these films... I've only watched once. Yeah. Like, I, I have no intention of ever watching this again... Why I'm still holding on to it, I don't know. Let me just get the fuck rid of it. You know? That was kind of like my philosophy. Right, you know? right. With like Especially with the DVDs. It's like, this is just, it's pointless sitting here. So.
2: And I did watch um, a movie with uh, Robert Pattinson. Okay. Um, the,
1: the next Batman.
2: Yeah. A movie called Good Time.
0: Okay.
2: And he was really good.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like. Yeah. And uh, Bree wanted mm-hmm. to watch it. Mm-hmm. And um I I kind of wanted to watch it too just because I wanted to see what this guy can do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was really good. Yeah. And this is an independent type film. Yeah. Um you know, it's about a brother and his his brother Spoilers a little bit, but uh, I see, I, I recommend it if you want to turn it off, you know? Yeah. But um, it's only gonna be for like 30 seconds because that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. About it. But, and his brother's mentally handicapped. And it's about sort of their relationship, you know, in the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was just, he was really, really good. Yeah. Like as an actor. Oh yeah! Like he was, he was believable. Yeah, I can't remember what fricking city they were in, but um, but he was completely believable as sort of a scumbag. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and the way it was, everything about it was good. Yeah. Um. So high praise from me to him. Yeah. Because if he's going to take that reign as Batman, I think this guy could completely do it. I, right. mean, I mean, that's just after one movie, <clears throat> but um, this guy can act. Yeah,
1: I mean, this was a really good movie. That's what everybody tells me. Like everybody who, like everybody who who has like been on board with Robert Pattinson, is has been saying like you have to watch his other stuff. Yeah. Like he's done all this independent stuff. He he's kind of disappeared from the limelight, quote unquote. But he's doing independent movies, working on his craft, and he's a phenomenal actor. Like he I, is. I mean, they just released that trailer for the the Lighthouse with him and Willem Dafoe, uh-huh. and people are just tripping over themselves. Like, you know, oh, this looks amazing, and you know, it's so artistic. And, it's great and all, but I mean, like, I mean, the guy can clearly act. Yeah. I, I, that's the real key here, and you know, so like, I'm, I'm not I'm not worried about the franchise being in his hands. Yeah. You know, I'm at this point I'm more worried about like, you know, are we gonna get a decent story out of a Batman movie? Yeah, true. You know
2: No, but I was I like I said, I wanted to watch it. Yeah. A, it and I definitely recommend it. It's um it's a decent film. Um I mean it's not Bumblebee, but yeah. But it it's a decent film.
0: Yeah.
2: One thing I forgot to add. I did go to an arcade last week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Ah. And I have to actually talk about it. Okay. Because uh, I was really impressed with this. Okay. It's called Pinball PA. Okay. It's in Beaver County. Doug and I went out. Okay. Doug was off on a Tuesday and I was off on a Tuesday. And... a uh,
1: Apparently, old big beaver. Let me pull my glass. Yeah. In. Oh.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not yeah. just talking
1: like... Yeah.
2: I'm talking like,
1: yeah. It looks like a nice barn filled with uh, with video games.
2: Well, it's in an old strip mall. Yeah. There's a better shot.
0: Yeah.
1: Of how big this place is? It's
2: huge. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's absolutely huge. Yeah. And they have so many fucking games. Wow. And we're talking the originals. Yeah. And so we went in there and I'm like I don't know how much this place is going to cost but anyway it's in an old looks like an old old strip mall in Mm -hmm. Beaver County yeah Um, Aliquippa maybe yeah anyway so I didn't know what to expect right you know I went in there and then Doug we had a group rate Mm -hmm. because there was four of us he brought his two boys right and uh, well, Evan met us there, but I mean, his yeah. other boy came with us, and so we went there, and and uh, the guy's okay. Special for today, it was on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. He was like uh, fifteen, fifteen bucks um, per person till we closed. Wow! All free play. Wow! So we got there about. Uh,
0: 3.30? Yeah. Yeah.
2: We left at like 9. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Hey,
0: there you go. Noish.
2: But it was all, yeah. I mean, like, it had music going. They had, um, and it's, n- there's no alcohol.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is fine.
2: Which I actually appreciated. Because yeah. now you can take your kids somewhere where they can play these old school games. Right. You don't have to necessarily surround things by a bar all the time. You know what I mean? I'd like to take the, my kids to some of these get these old mm-hmm. game places but there's some there's drinking involved and right. you could bring her in six and I don't want them in there
0: Yeah.
2: experiencing it that way. Yeah. Um. But uh, but they have a soda machine in the back you can get drinks. Yeah. Um. And two bathrooms and the rest of this gigantic space is just filled. They did a really smart thing is the first two rows are all pinball. Yeah. No, sorry. Yes, the first two rows, one and a half rows is pinball. Yeah. On the other side, it starts the video games. Yeah. And but the pinball surrounds the. Right. Thing right. Yeah. So when you go to the other side, of it, it's a whole gigantic row of pinball, and there must have been maybe fifty machines. I like maybe. Yeah. Pinball, old school, very old school, like, like pinbot. Yeah. Fireball, I mean, Silverball. Right. I mean, there was a lot of Playboy, Kiss. Yeah. I mean, Kiss is newer, but what I'm saying is they had older stuff, too. Right, Like, yeah. really old stuff. Like, I was surprised that we were even allowed to play them. Right. Um, but they were all up. Yeah. So, they had Black Knight. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so they had all these pinball games, and I just loved it. Yeah, um, well, I'm sure. So I mean, I was in my heaven. Yeah, right. I mean, I played probably a good three of my hours on pinball, yeah. maybe four. Yeah, <laughs> but in the middle was all retro. Yeah, all retro games, original like original yeah. Mario Brothers, uh, like yeah, the the sewer Mario Brothers, right? Um, Cheyenne, yeah. Um, Journey, yeah, the video game, yeah, uh, Kicks, Tempest, yeah, Missile Command. Centipede, Millipede. Yeah. Commando. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like. And all the. Of course, all the Pac-Mans. Yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch-O. I yeah. mean, like. Karate Champ. Yeah. I mean, I. They had Mortal 1, Mortal 2. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter 1 and 2. Yeah. Pac-Man Dig Dug. Mr. Do. Wow, Mr. Do. Stand-up arcade machine. Yeah. Um. Popeye, Spy Hunter. Yeah. I mean, I'm just naming the well, as I'm thinking of them. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> so it gives you an example. Elevator Madness. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: the deep, they hit the deep cuts.
2: Yeah, real yeah. deep. They had, a, they had a Pong machine yeah. in there. Um, it was incredible. Yeah. that Remember the Star Wars game? Yeah. Oh yeah, with the just all green. Yeah, you remember that one? Oh yeah. Well, then they had the one where you sat down and then you had to do the th- complete the three missions.
1: Yeah, like yeah, because I was like
2: yeah, Hoth, Endor. Yeah, and space. The one with space or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, it blew my mind. It it even had the remember uh, I I don't know if it was called Conan, but do you remember the gigantic pinball machine? with the wooden ball it was gigantic oh, yeah. It was yeah. it was this big yeah and the flippers were like this yeah they had that in there oh wow yeah so I mean like tons of cool shit um the games were on all on good condition yeah it was just I had a blast seriously yeah uh it had a lot of my old favorite pinball games it had some classic pinball that I liked I, I played some yeah and then it had new stuff, like it had an Avengers game. Yeah. Um, which is new. Yeah. Newer. Um, it had an Iron Maiden video game, pinball game. Wow. That you can choose your soundtrack. You can choose whatever soundtrack you wanted to listen to while you played the game. Nice. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. Oh, I'm not I,
0: I doubting doubt, that. It was unbelievable. It, I'm yeah. playing
2: pinball to wasted years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like this might be one of the best pinball games ever. Yeah. You know? I mean, Doug and I got hooked on this older one. Older as in past 15 years, but it was digital. It's yeah. called uh, Theater of Magic. It's one of my favorite video games of all time. Yeah. Our favorite pinball games of all time. Right. Um, so we played that for probably for about two hours. Um, but uh, I was so impressed with this place and I was so impressed with the price. Yeah. I mean, 15 bucks is a drop in the bucket. Yeah that's for free play I mean that was free yeah. play anything I wanted to play it yeah. was free to go nice it was incredible the place is surrounded by old school posters yeah. I looked to my left and I saw to hell with the devil's poster of a yeah. striper
0: yeah you know what I mean
2: and yeah. then I'd see a Bon Jovi poster and then I'd see a Cinderella poster yeah. and then I'd see a picture of Darth Vader yeah like an old school Star Wars poster yeah I mean it was just it was all nerded out yeah I mean there was just all these old school posters everywhere right um and like posters from like the eighties yeah, of bands and stuff like that. It was really cool. Yeah. And like I said, it was like, it was like going to an arcade again. Oh, I'm sure. Just a gigantic arcade. Yeah. But it was like going inside the arcade again. It was, it was fantastic. So highly recommend it to anybody that would take the drive. Or if you live in Cranberry, it's probably, probably 25 minutes away.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, up in that way. But, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was so fun. It was. I mean, like, just you know, it takes you back to when you played those games. Oh yeah, they had Sinistar there. Yeah, and a sit-down version of Star. and they had they had a pinball game that I had never seen before. Yeah, it was a joust pinball game. Wow. That was a it was a tabletop pinball game, mm-hmm. that the it went up almost well, on an angle. Uh-huh. I, we didn't play it. I don't know why we didn't play it. We just got involved with other shit. Right. But one guy sat on one side, one guy, and you battled each other. It was called Joust. Wow. Like Joust yeah. as in the birds.
1: Yeah. As in the birds, yeah. It was crazy.
2: Crazy. Wow. Yeah, I mean there was just and there was a lot of there was a lot of pinball games I've never even seen or played before. Right. Especially the old ones. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was definitely cool. It was definitely cool playing pinbot. Like the original Pinbot. Yeah. And then going over to play Bride of Pinbot. Right. And the reason I'm saying that is the reason you I appreciated it so much is the voice from Pinbot talks along with the um, Bride of Pinbot uh. during the whole pinball game. right. And he didn't even realize it. I guess I didn't. It has been so long since I played Pinbot. Right. But I played Pinbot for a good 20 minutes. Right. And then I switched over to Bride, a game I played when I was 16, 17 that I actually loved. Right. And um, and beat it. I mean, like, not just cracked it, but, I mean, I beat the game. And, uh, but she would say something, and then Pinbot, like, like by your command. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was really cool, it was like very interactive on that it's it's going way down the nerd hole, but I mean right. it was very interactive between the two of them during the game, yeah that I realized, oh, that's him, you know what I mean yeah. like
0: it was good, dude. yeah, I'm telling you.
2: so yeah i had a we had a great time that's awesome, yeah, and Doug loves all those old games too, right, and he's like addicted to Cheyenne, that old gun you know with yeah. the gun it's he got he's addicted to, it. but um. Yeah, we had a great time. It was a fantastic time. I mean, I was beat. Yeah. At the end, my oh, hands sure. were like fucking. I'm sure. Just. Yeah. On fire. But uh I actually stopped playing pinball the last 45 minutes I was there. Yeah. Cuz my just yeah, yeah, I was getting sore. Oh, I'm sure. But uh Yeah, it was it's was fantastic. I highly recommend it. I mean, if you want old school games. Yeah. And some old school pinball. And they had some newer stuff there too. Pinball. Right. Not right. arcade, but pinball right. they did. I highly recommend it. I mean, it's just... It was really good. And there wasn't a lot of people in there. Yeah. So I could float from machine to machine. Yeah. And it was no big deal. Right. Yeah. It was cool.
1: I'm sure they had Afterburner there. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That was always one of my favorites. Pull position they had too. Yeah, I always love pole position. I always loved that there was a sit-down version of Afterburner.
2: Yeah. I don't know if they had to sit down. Yeah. I'll have to ask Doug if he saw it.
1: But there was also one that nobody remembers. um, But it was a wireframe version, like the Star Wars game. Like the original Star Wars game. Mm -hmm. Like that wireframe look. But it was a Star Trek game. Oh, okay. And like... I didn't see Star Trek. Yeah. But it was like, it came out like... Seventy nine eighty, mm-hmm. um but the way i remember it was you know, it was a sit down
2: uh-huh
1: um and it was like you know you had to guide the enterprise around you were surrounded by klingons and mm-hmm. you know you it, it wasn't that complex of a game because it was seventy nine eighty. but it was like one of those weird oddball things i kind of remembered i've always wanted to go back and play that yeah like it, it was like because even like the enterprise like it was like the radar screen had like a the Enterprise, and it was, but it was like the one with the the square in the cells, not the round in the cells, yeah, yeah. Like from the motion picture, yeah, yeah, and like the writing, it didn't say Star Trek the motion picture on it, but it, like the, the 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 font that they used was clearly from the movie franchise, sure, sure, you know. So it's like you could tell, like everything was based around like this from was from the movie franchise. I think even like the Klingon ships were more movie looking than they were TV looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So I always wanted to find that and kind of check you know like i have vague memories of it and i've always wanted to uh, play it again
2: they had um sit down version of that star wars game yeah and then they had the, which they had a stand up too yeah
1: but i always loved the sit down because like the sit down version like you know, you'd get in and like i'd start like humming to myself as i was putting the quarters in Yeah. You know, like you know yeah. it was like like just me completely nerding out like okay, now I'm going to be Luke Skywalker. I'm going to fulfill my destiny. Yeah. I was made for this. Right, right. You know.
2: (laughs) They had sit-down Spy Hunter, too, which I thought was cool.
1: That is cool. I've never seen a sit-down version of Spy Hunter.
2: Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. The sit-down... It was sit-down Spy Hunter. It was cool. Yeah. Single pod, but, I mean, still. Yeah, still. um, There were just so many cool games there, dude. Yeah. I mean, like just so many yeah and one of my favorite games of all time is actually um Mario the original Mario Brothers yeah and it's cool because it you don't realize what was Nintendo do you know what I mean right like of course Donkey Kong is but they made a lot of games like Donkey Kong do you know what I mean there was Mario Brothers was different yeah it was more set on more of a joust level. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it was more interactive,
1: like going, like going through the pipes and like it was a strategy to hitting the turtles and going through knocking the them over,
2: and, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. I yeah. thought that was really good. Yeah. But uh, you know, they made Popeye. Do you remember the Popeye oh, video I game? The Popeye game yeah, yeah, but that was Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it was cool. I don't know. It was just cool playing it. You know. Yeah, it was. I did not play Donkey Kong, Um, but I played Did did they
1: have the um, the four-player Ninja Turtles?
2: I think so. Yeah. But I can't. Like, the first 40 minutes, we just kind of walked around. Oh, yeah, trying to get
1: your bearings and everything.
2: Yeah, and, um, but once we split for about an hour and a half, I was. Yeah. I went right to pinball. Because I knew
1: what I wanted to play. Because there was the two, like, you had, like, the big, and it was, like, the four-player version of, of the Turtles, uh-huh. and then there was the four-player version of X-Men.
0: Right.
2: That X-Men one, I played in Erie.
1: Yeah. I remember you talk, we talked yeah. about that, and you playing that in Erie. But they
2: didn't have the four... That's a huge machine. Yeah. Um. They didn't have that four-player here. Yeah. I know that. So, um, they might have had it, but I just didn't see it. Right. There was a lot. I, I mean, I went down most of the rows, but every time I walked down the row I'd see something that I didn't something see. that
1: would catch you yeah because
2: yeah. I was there for almost two and a half hours and I didn't even know they had time pilot yeah um, and when I first went in there I saw Sinai Star but then as I was leaving I saw the sit down version of Sinai Star yeah which I'd never seen before right. in my life um, so yeah it was crazy then they had Space Invaders you know like all the originals right Defender, Asteroid, Space Invaders. Yeah. Um, I swear to God they had was Revenge. But I could be wrong. It might have been something right. else. But there were some stand ups that were stand ups, arcades, you know, like consoles. Yeah. That were original that I didn't know they had released. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also had. Um, what am I trying? To, oh my God! Not Neo Geo, but they had. Um, oh, I can't remember it. You'd know it. Well, they had Double Dragon and all that shit. Yeah. But uh, Russian attack. Uh-huh. They had Russian attack. But I, that just came to mind. But um, man, I'll never think of it. Yeah. When I go back up, I'll tell you. <laughs> right. It was, it was a really good time. Cool. I highly suggest anybody go there. Yeah. I mean, usually I think it's like $10 an hour or something like yeah. that. But I guess they run specials like we got into during the week. And they do have a group rate. So if you bring like six people, they knock off like $4 per person or something like that. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I even went outside and smoked. I thought I was like it.
1: Yeah, if in you the leave, arcade. Yeah. No, no, I mean
2: oh. I thought it was like I was in the arcade when I was like,
1: oh yeah, 16. It was crazy. Stepping outside the mall catch a cigarette. Yeah. Hit on a shorty. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. All right, so it's uh Before we delve into the show proper, I'm going to I'm going to pimp something here. Okay. Pimp. Um I got a um a somebody reached out to me. Um, okay. Uh, Christopher Smith.
2: Okay.
1: Um, apparently, and he he asked me to pimp this. And I'd be more than happy to. Um, it is a Gauntlet of Code Challenge. Okay. Um, if you're a software engineer in the Pittsburgh area, this is one event you surely won't want to miss. Okay iq incorporated is holding its first ever gauntlet style coding competition at mario's east side saloon in shady side on august 19, 2019 come and compete in, in either individually or bring a team of up to four individuals to compete against other software engineers working to solve a series of timed coding coding puzzles in a race to the finish um, if you come by yourself if you come by yourself but would like to participate on a team, just let one of our IQ employees know when you arrive, and we'll fix you up with a team. Each team or individual competitor must bring a laptop in order to participate. Uh, the event will begin at 6 p.m. with a half hour for registration um, with the actual competition taking place from 6.30 to 7.30, followed by another half hour for networking and hanging out. The event concludes at 8 p.m. A piece of buffet as well as two drink tickets per attendee will be provided by IQ Inc. This is a 21 or over event, um, so this is something that does interest you if you're something in the local area, yeah, um, and you're interested in, in doing something like this. Um, if you go to the website Eventbrite.com/slash. Um, slash IQ dash ink dash gauntlet dash of dash code dash tickets if you if you search that or, or if you I, I'm going to post this on the I'll post this to our Twitter and our our Facebook so don't worry about me trying to give that to you yeah. um but the, you know if you want to check this out um something definitely worth uh looking into and uh let them know you heard it from us cool. if you are gone. Yeah. I don't know if anybody any who does any coding listens to us. Um, I do. Okay, well, mm-hmm. there you go. So, there you go. That's something interesting. And I want to thank Chris for bringing it to my attention I, I hope, you know, you know, we can certainly help them out a little bit cuz it's uh it seems like a kind of a cool thing if I, you know, I unfortunately don't know a damn thing about coding, so right. Um so there's that and also, I just wanted to uh, bring to everybody's attention. Um, this past week, I appeared on an episode of the Amish Baby Machine. Nice, nice, yes, a very powerful pop culture podcast. And I want to thank uh, um, uh, Dars for having me on. Yeah, and uh, I we had a good time. We had a very very nerdy conversation. Got got down and nerdy. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, it was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think it's a fun conversation. So if you're if you're just a deceit, listen to that. If you want to hear a little bit more of me, um, just search uh, Amish Baby Machine. I know he's on most uh, podcast apps and whatnot, just like we are. Yeah. And uh, or uh, their Twitter handle is um, at Amish B Machine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So give him a search. I retweet a lot of their stuff. Uh, they're good folk. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It was none of that. <laughs> none of that. But um it was a good time and I appreciate him having, having us on or having me on. So those are the two plugs before we jump in the old show proper here for a minute. Your your arcade story took up all of our time. Nice. Way to go, buddy. Hmm. I prepare a whole show and you fuck it up. <laughs> 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 um I didn't want to talk about this because I found it very interesting. Um, apparently, you know, th- this week we we had the uh, Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and the Furious spinoff movie that came on. Yeah. And um, apparently a, a report from the Wall Street Journal says that behind the scenes of the Fast and the Furious franchise... Um, The male leads, specifically Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson, and Jason Statham, will go to great lengths in order to avoid looking weak on screen. Okay. Um, According to this report, the egos of Diesel, Johnson, and Statham are even more fragile than I thought. I've heard whispers for years that Vin Diesel in particular cared so much about who landed more blows in his fight scenes in the franchise that he put a system in place that assisted a assigned a numerical value to each move in a fight so he can make sure that Dominic Toretto never lost. Um, the new Wall Street Journal report confirms these rumblings, although the outlet says the plan was eventually abandoned once everyone decided it was too complicated. Um, but according to producers and crew members of the films, Mr. S- Mr. Statham negotiated an agreement with the studio that limits how badly he can be beaten up on screen, Mr. Diesel has his younger sister, a producer on the films, police the number of punches he takes, and Mr. Johnston enlists producers, editors, and fight coordinators to help make sure he always gives as good as he gets. Um, But this goes beyond scorekeeping, uh, but simply having people look out for their interest on the set. Sources told the Wall Street Journal that Statham is known to swing by the editing room to weigh in on fight scenes. <laughs> um, no moment in the movies appears too small for the actors in a nitpick. In a scene in 2017's The Fate of the Furious that required Mr. Johnson to be lying on, on the ground at Diesel's feet, he insisted his character at least be sitting up, according to a pro- post production crew member. Mr. Diesel's sister, Samantha Vincent, weighs in on rehearsals and edits. People familiar with the situation said he's falling down right here. She once observed during a fight rehearsal, according to one person on the set. Oh, that sucked. Um, According to one person on the set, is he going to get his licks back in? Now, I get that you have like a a reputation that you want to protect... Right. ...to a certain extent. But really, guys? (laughs) Right. Like... Like... I I mean... I look... At this point, like, the Fast and the Furious franchise has gone from being somewhat realistic... Uh to being so over-the-top bombastic... that, like... it makes like superhero movies look tame. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's it's so over the top and so goofy and so this could never fucking happen. Right. You know, that you're just like come on now. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like so but I mean like you're at a point where you're saying to yourselves like I I can't look bad in a fight scene?
2: Right. Right, right.
1: Like Bruce Willis never did that, right? Yeah, no,
2: nah, he didn't.
1: Like that—that that would be like going to seeing a Rocky movie and he didn't get the shit kicked out of him, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, right. Like it, it would be like watching a Die Hard movie and, and John McClane, it, it, you know, just didn't get the shit knocked out of him. He may end up winning the fight, but he got the shit knocked out of him to get there, right?
2: Right. You know yeah, what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like. Like, you often ask yourself the question, like, how is he still standing? <laughs> he got his ass kicked. Right, right. You know? So, like, I just find it funny that, like, these guys are, like, like, so, like, no, I, I can't look. Like, the only person I can think of that never looked bad like that in a fight is Schwarzenegger. Right. Like, really. Like, if you think, like, other than the Terminator franchise.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Like... If you think about all the other movies, like, like Commando, like, my favorite thing about Commando is he comes out, like, there is shit blowing up all around him. There, there, there's bullets flying from a, a million different directions, and he gets one little cut on his shoulder yeah, at one point. I know. And you're just like, really? Yeah. Really?
2: Except <laughs> you know. in Predator. He got fucked up. In
1: well, yeah, Predator's probably, like, the only other exception I'll give him. Yeah, but like like any other movie, like where like he's like the 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 hero, like you never see him get the shit knocked out of him.
2: Right, right, right.
1: You know, it's like funny that way. Like, you know, so like I, I look at these guys, and I kind of say to myself like, like, this just seems stupid. Like, if anything, you you would be more relatable if you did like get the shit knocked out, of you would still find a way to win the fight. Right, right. You know, that wouldn't like I. Like especially Johnson, like I, you know, The, the Rock, and I love The Rock. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, we've discussed it many times. You know, we, we both. The guy's got the personality that you know just doesn't quit, And that's part of his charm. You know. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, come on, man.
2: <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah. I mean, I've watched you get your the shit knocked out of you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. How many times you Stone Cold whoop your candy ass?
2: Yeah. You know. You like
1: come on. You know. So. It's it's funny. I mean, all these guys are older. Like, I mean, the, the youngest of the three is is, is the Rock. He's forty seven. Yeah. Statham's fifty one, and I, I think they said uh, Diesel's fifty two. Is he? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: it's funny. Yeah. Whatever. I just think it's funny. Like, it, like what? How is it that important? Like, you have to like. Nobody's gonna think you're a tough guy if you if you have a fight where you get the shit knocked out of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah. I don't.
1: Like even like I mean the one Fast <laughs> the, the one that introduces Statham, like I I go back to there's a fight between The Rock and Statham. And I'm thinking to myself, damn that 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 fight was pretty even. <laughs> like yeah. Wow. Why why couldn't just one of those guys just beat the shit out of the other? No, no. That was pretty even until the end. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I'm sure it had you know, it had it took the rock falling out of a window and onto a car to knock him out.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So
1: I'm sure that was something I'm sure he was like, Yeah, this this is what, how this has to happen. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. <laughs> uh... So I found that interesting. I'm to slip in one other quick article here I found. Okay. Um, going all the way back to 2001, do you remember the original Spider-Man trailer? No. Well, the original Spider-Man trailer was... It, it was a bank heist. Okay. Okay? It's like these guys are robbing a bank. And, you know, it's very quick quick shots quick shots quick shots They they get the money they send it up to the roof they got a helicopter waiting for them they're escaping in the helicopter through new york and then all of a sudden the helicopter kind of like gets caught and then it gets pulled backwards and then it's they're hanging there and as the camera pulls back they're in this giant spider web and the spider web is between the two um world trade center towers Oh okay. Okay, well, <laughs> obviously after nine eleven hit, that got yanked. Really? Yeah. Like well, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so like, but it was like a really cool like teaser because like at the end of it, like you saw Spider Man. It was the first time you saw Spidey, like, right? You know, and you know then he, sw- he had a couple of shots of him swinging through New York, a couple of like, like. Iconic poses, if you will, sure. you know from of, of Spidey, and that was how it, you know, it's like summer of two thousand and two. You know, you're like, holy shit, I can't wait to see this. I remember seeing it in a theater, and I thinking like, this is amazing, <laughs> this is gonna be fantastic. You know, yeah, yeah, and um, but like after like to after November eleventh or September eleventh, that that got pulled from theaters. Yeah, you know, for obvious reasons. Sure and it was never seen again like they never even released it on like the DVDs or anything like it was just it was gone like you could find it on YouTube and stuff but i mean it was always like a shitty version of it right somebody got a copy of this and redid it like like upgraded it to like HD 4K ah oh. so like there's this new version of it on on like the internet now of this this you know lost trailer that has been completely it looks beautiful i watched it the other day, and I was like, wow, I, that looks like... And, like, it's still, like, is impressive, like, if you think back to, like, 2001, like, this is a really well-done trailer to begin with anyway. It yeah. caught my interest. Yeah, it's the first time you saw Spidey. You saw the suit. Like, you were just, like, like stuff that they wouldn't do now. Like, they, they would do everything they can to hide that suit until the last possible minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, where here it was like, here's Spider-Man, <laughs> you know? Right, right. And it was kind of a cool thing. And I think it's very interesting if somebody went back and found this footage... And, like, restored it and gave it this, uh you know, this this up HD upgrade. Sure. You know. And there's a part of me that's, like, that's really cool. But it's also a part of me that's, like, yeah, you know, that was buried for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel. Like, I, 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 I'm I glad it's there. Like, I feel like it's a part of comic book movie history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, like, it was, like, the first time like, I really saw a trailer for, like, a <laughs> comic book movie where I was, like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah you know other than like maybe like for the first Batman movie right and even that was like
0: hmm <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, yeah you know
1: but so there's a part of me that's like really excited that this has like kind of been preserved and it's on the internet and you know it's not a shitty version of, of that trailer anymore but there's another part of me that's like uh you know I know it's been almost 20 years but like it's still like as a sensitivity issue I guess yeah I'm, I think it is yeah
2: yeah but it's cool to see that
1: yeah. you know like the comic book movie Fan in me is happy this is there but there's like the the other part of me that's like you know I hope nobody gets upset that somebody did this <laughs> right you know yeah so but that's worth if you have, if you like, it's not like you've never even seen this
2: no I don't remember it
1: you don't remember it nah no. yeah, I mean. you see you just watched it like, you, you, see, you said you'd never seen that before no nah. no nah. that's interesting. It, it, it is pretty cool, though.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Like, I, I, you can see where, like, I would be excited. Yeah. You know, because I, I, that's a really good trailer. So. All right, then. Uh, let's go ahead and dip our Tony Mailbag. Okay.
0: Mailbag.
1: <laughs> boop, boop. And As always, for some ungodly reason, we start with a good friend, Superfan Thad. Hello, my two favorite hosts who love mustard on their hot dogs. I don't.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm I'm a ketchup and onion man. I don't I, or or chili cheese and onion. Yeah. Uh, mustard. I've never talked about mustard. <laughs> Sorry, I have not had a chance to ride the steel curtain yet. I figured wait till it dies down a little, so I do not have to wait in long lines. I thought you were a VIP. I thought you got special treatment there, my friend. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I love the games at Kennywood. <laughs> I love the juggy milk toss. The dwarf toss and anal ring toss. Well, that's just nasty. Um, Nope, nope. Nope, we're not going to get into all that. I'm going to do something I have not done in a while tonight. I'm going to dress up as a cactus and go stand in Tim's yard. I'm going to cut a hole in the center and see if Tim wants... No, 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 no. I'm waiting to hear Tim's review of Kennywood. I wonder if Tim found my picture in Kittyland. Yes, yeah, yeah. Please escort this man 500 feet away from Kittyland. Uh Sorry, I took a massive. No, no. All right, that's it. That's a, a good friend, Superfan Thad. A mostly unreadable post. <laughs> nice. Next up, a good friend, the Otter. Okay. Better known as Superfan Tim. Hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Kennywood was no big deal. It's kind of crazy how everything feels a lot smaller when you haven't been there as a proper adult. I had to work at 4, so we only did about a 10.30 to 3, which with the mini pup is plenty of time. She is a nut, though, and loves roller coasters. Just doesn't have the necessary height. She was tall enough for the jackrabbit, so we did that. Now, I'm shocked by that. If she's not tall enough for roller coasters, how the hell is she getting on that jackrabbit? I
2: don't know. I don't Jackrabbit's size requirements are lower than the rest of the coasters.
1: Like, I get it. Like it's not it's not a fast coaster or anything, but man, that double dip. That's <laughs> gonna say like something there's gonna be a small child just flying through the air. I don't
2: know, it hasn't happened.
1: I know, I know. I, I remember when I was a small child riding the like just scared shitless. Yeah,
2: you would catch air.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> I think I soiled myself the first time I rode <laughs> it because I, like I, I, I had visions of like because you're thinking of you're in the air and I'm thinking to myself, is that the belt not on correctly? You know, I'm grabbing the thing in front of me. And my dad's just laughing his ass off. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. You're laughing. Mm-hmm. How high are you?
2: It's my favorite coaster.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's one of the all-time greatest coasters ever. But, like, as a small child, like as, a, as a six-year-old, I was frightened of that thing. Yeah, yeah I, right. I, I thought for sure it was going to throw me, you know. <laughs> Today, I'm sure I wouldn't even get lifted off. <laughs> right. You know. Um, I was proud of her, no fear. I always thought the racer <laughs> was the mildest of the coasters there. But rules are rules, and the stamped her out at the main gate with her height. Other than that, we pretty much did kiddie land, and that was it. I didn't even get over to the potato patch side or anything before I had to leave. You couldn't take the pup on Noah's Ark? Or the turtles? Or the turtles? Or the whip? I think the... Yeah, the whip's over there, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: at least at least, you gotta get on Noah's Ark. Yeah. Teach him, right, my friend? Yeah. Um... Oh, well, with a small kid, I'm sure I'll have lots of trips in my future. I'm sure you will.
0: Yeah.
1: You see Antonio Brown is MIA from Oakland's camp? Ha, ha, ha. Classic Brown. I do think it's funny. Apparently he disappeared. He, he, he left camp for some. Nobody knows why. He just disappeared. What an idiot.
0: Yeah. These
1: people are fools. Yeah. Yo, I agree. Like, I mean, you know. I know he's been injured. I don't know if maybe he thought he could go see a doctor, but I mean apparently nobody in Oakland knows where he is right now. Nice. Yeah, so. Went back off in his hot air balloon. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm really pumped for more Mad Max movies. I hope he goes to a Mad Max in one. Like an Easter egg. Yeah, I'm clever. I should write this shit. <laughs> I don't think they have Mad Mexes in Australia. <laughs> no. I agree. Something is off with Tom Hanks' voice in the Mr. with the Mr. Rogers impersonation. Oh, well. I'm interested to see how it all works out. Probably a streaming watch for me. God, I hope they never make a live-action Daniel Tiger movie. I had to watch that for a while with the pup. <laughs> Miserable. For those who don't know, it's a Mr. Rogers spinoff cartoon of Daniel the Striped Tiger's son. Also named Daniel. Yeah, you thought it was the same one. You're welcome. it is shocking. I I, I I knew that the cartoon existed, but I, I did not know it was Daniel the Striped Tiger's son. <laughs> Alright, gotta go. Stuck working late at night at Waste Management hooked up to Nintendo so I could school some of the youngins in Mario Kart. Well, there you go. So that's it for the otter. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, sir? No, man, I'm good. All right, well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. Uh, You can send us an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And uh, remember, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. Uh, You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Danger Entertainment Network. Uh, Just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, the listener, for taking the time to check us out each and every week. Uh, We can't thank you enough for enjoying our hijinks and shenanigans and all the good feedback we get. It's uh, it means a great deal to us. Yeah. So that's it. That's a show. That's a show. So on that note,
0: the dreamer has awakened
1: peace.